Welcome to Dreamful Podcast, bedtime stories for slumber. I would like to start off this episode by thanking our newest Patreon supporters, Elizabeth Swan and Belle Gorgieva. Thank you both so much, and I hope you have the sweetest of dreams. If you find value in Dreamful and would also like to contribute to the show, please visit dreamfulstories.com where you can find info about the show and on the support page, there's a link to become a Patreon subscriber. Patreon members get access to bonus episodes, of which there are now almost 40, and perks like voting on future episodes, holographic stickers, giveaways, and behind-the-scenes extras. Trouble falling asleep can be an indication of underlying mental health problems. I personally have suffered from panic attacks that could sometimes last up to a couple hours. That's why I'm so thankful to be sponsored by BetterHelp, who helped me get the therapy I needed to rest easy at night. BetterHelp will assess your needs with a quick and comprehensive survey and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours in a safe and private online environment with the convenience of skipping an uncomfortable waiting room. Send a message to your counselor anytime and receive timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And if your counselor isn't a perfect fit for you, that's not a problem because BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. This service is available for clients worldwide and you can find a licensed professional counselor that specializes in your specific needs. Best of all, it's more affordable than offline counseling and financial aid is available. Start living a happier life today. As a listener of Dreamful, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com dreamful. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, help spelled H-E-L-P dot com slash dreamful. Each month in the year 2021, we will be exploring the history and mythos behind each constellation of the Zodiac. This is the 10th episode of the constellation series, Libra, the scales. So snuggle up in your blankets and have sweet dreams. southern celestial hemisphere lies the constellation of Libra, the only constellation of the zodiac represented by an object rather than a mythological being or animal. Libra is a relatively faint constellation, 
and though it has no deep sky objects of note, it does contain the Methuselah star, the oldest known star, perhaps as old as the universe itself. And Gliese 581G, a planet eight times the size of our own, which was announced as the first Earth-like planet in its sun's habitable zone. At first, the ancient cultures saw this constellation as the claws of Scorpio, but soon it broke off into its own constellation. The Babylonians associated Libra with the ancient Mesopotamian sun god, Shamash, who was the god of truth and justice. Ancient Egyptians saw the constellation as a sort of boat, sometimes seen carrying Osiris, the god of rebirth and afterlife. It is believed that the moon was in Libra when Rome was founded, giving a meaning of balance to Roman society. One of the stories associated with Libra tells of the Greek goddess Themis. Themis was one of the twelve titans born to Gaia and Uranus, and she was the goddess of justice. She was also one of the first brides of Zeus. She bore him six daughters, the three Horae, who presided over the revolutions of the stars and seasons, and three Morae, who spun the webs of fate. Together they represented the establishment of natural law and order. For our story, we will turn to the ancient Greek mythology of Atalanta. Atalanta, whose name means balanced, had a father who had always wanted a boy. Thus, she was abandoned near a cave deep within a forest shortly after her birth. The goddess Artemis saw this and blessed her sending a bear to nurse Atalanta and raise the baby as her cub. Atalanta grew to worship Artemis, goddess of the hunt. And so, Atalanta honed her skill with a bow and arrow, becoming an exceptional hunter. And also like Artemis, did not entertain any men. She lived alone with the bear and made the cave dwelling into a magical home. She planted flowers and trees around the mouth of the cave and ivy twined itself around every surface of its entrance. One day, a group of hunters stumbled upon a deep cave, strange and beautiful. And there, they found Atalanta. They took her back with them to their village, 
and raised her until she became an adult. Atalanta took time to acclimate to society. She preferred the solitude of the wilderness and rarely showed her face around town. To meet her was remarkable, especially since it happened rarely. Unexpectedly, she would appear, chasing a wild beast or fighting against one, darting around like lightning. Then she raced away, hidden by a wood, thicket, or shrub. Despite this, she became renowned throughout Greece for her hunting skills and being the most swift-footed among mortals. As it is told in the legend of Jason and the Argonauts, the king of Caledonia, Oeneus, had forgotten to include the goddess Artemis in the annual sacrifices that year. So, she sent a boar of extraordinary strength and size to destroy the village. King Oeneus summoned the noblest men of Greece to help hunt the monstrous boar that was terrorizing Caledonia. Before they began, some men refused to hunt alongside a woman and complained of Atalanta's presence. But Meleager, the king's son and leader of the hunt, became infatuated with her fierce gaze and commanded that they allow her to take part. Ignoring the others, Atalanta sprinted ahead and, drawing her bow, shot the boar in the back. The king's son delivered the final blow, but gave the boar's skin and head to Atalanta for drawing the first blood. From this point, Atalanta commanded the respect of the other warriors and was praised by many of the heroes. After the hunt, she was invited to join the Argonauts in their quest for the Golden Fleece. So, she boarded the Argo ship and invoked the protection of Artemis. During the journey, she took part in the celebratory games held by the Argonauts for Peleus, in which she defeated Peleus, the father of Achilles, in a wrestling match. The time soon came when Atalanta's father recognized her fame and brought her back into his household. He desired that she should marry, but Atalanta, who was devoted to only Artemis, was opposed to this. So she devised a plan. Atalanta told her father that whoever was to marry her must compete with her in a foot race and win. Her terms were that if she caught up with a suitor 
he would be sentenced to death. However, if the suitor beat her in the race, then she would marry the victor. Since Atalanta was faster than anyone, she was sure that she would never lose a race. Her father felt satisfied with the terms and agreed. Word had spread across Greece of the opportunity to marry the revered Atalanta. Many men attempted the challenge, but each one failed to beat her in the race and were killed. The young prince, Hippomenes, heard of the challenge and wondered why seek a wife at such a risk. So he traveled to the competition to see for himself. And as soon as he laid eyes upon the untamed beauty of Atalanta, submitted himself to compete for her hand. Hippomenes, desperate to win the race and marry Atalanta, prayed to the goddess Aphrodite for help. Aphrodite answered to him, giving him three golden apples. She told Hippomenes that these apples were enchanted so that Atalanta would not be able to resist picking them up. As the race began, Hippomenes tossed a golden apple and true to the goddess's word, the beauty of the apple was so irresistible that Atalanta could not help but stop to pick it up. And every time Atalanta stopped to pick up an apple, Hippomenes drew ahead. The final apple he threw with all his might away from the course. Atalanta hesitated, but the appeal of the apple was too great and she deviated from the race to retrieve it. However, that final apple was enchanted to be very heavy, and Atalanta labored to carry it in her arms. Due to this, Hippomenes won the race, and Atalanta became his bride. Unfortunately, Hippomenes forgot to thank the goddess Aphrodite for her assistance in winning the hand of Atalanta. This angered the goddess so deeply that she compelled Zeus to transform the two mortals into lions. And though her story ended in tragedy, Atalanta, whose strength and talents were equal to any man, lived on in legend. <laughs>